You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. On today's show, Paul George is back, Tua is out, and we do some power rankings in our very first mock draft. Welcome in. It's a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. This is Zach Whittington. And we are here to give you some sports updates, a little recap of NFL, a little recap of the college football, and uh, we'll talk a little quick NBA. How about to start, Zach? Yeah, so kind of a quiet week in the NBA coming off the week before, but we're, is it 2008? Because we got the Celtics and the Lakers as the best two teams in the NBA. Lakers have the best record. They had 11-2, and two, and LeBron is crazy, so I actually encourage everybody to watch the Lakers. Go check them out for sure. They're an entertaining team. They're not only a good team, but in like 10 years, you're going to be able to be like in 25 years, you know, we're going to be able to remember like, holy crap, LeBron was pretty good. Yeah, it's, you know? it's like... Uh, He's an old man in it out there. It's like a lot of people talk about, like, uh, Michael Jordan arrows for us now, and it's like we don't really know exactly what that was like because we weren't alive to watch that when it was happening. So, like, that would be us in the future with LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be an interesting thing. Uh, like, I got buddies that didn't even watch Kobe like they should have. So I, I, I personally didn't watch a lot of NBA at a young age, so I definitely did not see the early stages of Kobe or, or what would be early for me. You know, Kobe mm-hmm. didn't see a lot of the uh, Celtics when they were going to the championship really? with Ray Allen and uh, yeah, all of them. anything is possible anything is with possible. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett, KG, oh, man. shout out. That was a great time in the NBA, but uh. This Wait. week's kind of slow. So I will say, Zach, you're probably excited about it. The Hornets have made their way into the 8th seed. Oh, yeah. That's, that's where we're eight. destined to be. That's just <laughs> where the universe wants us, the 8th or ninth seed. They're 6-7 and seven right now, trying to get 500 again. Uh, right now, I think they were trailing at halftime against the Raptors. So yeah, they were. We'll see what happens. Hornets are all about trailing and coming they back. Enjoy they enjoy They hit two buzzer beaters this week. Really? Link Monk hit a buzzer beater three to win a game. And then the next game, Devontae Graham hit a three-pointer with like one second left. So, young guys, filling in for Kemba. I'm all about it. Making big plays. That's awesome. Uh, one team in the West that is up a little bit in the rankings, Phoenix. That seems to surprise me a bit. I mean, they've had talent. They've had Devin Booker the whole time. They've had – they got the number one pick, DeAndre Ayton. You got – I mean, they got a bunch of guys, honestly. Yeah. Kelly Oubre. You got size all over. So, I mean, they've but, been terrible for so long. They should. They have might some... as well be good now, exactly. right? Uh, the Clippers are one spot behind the Phoenix Suns, but they seem like they're going to be moving back up in the rankings probably as Paul George is now back in his first two games back. He's uh, played 44 minutes total, scored 70 points. Yeah. Really impressive. He looks good. He said that he feels better now than he's ever felt in like multiple years. He's got two good shoulders. Exactly. I mean, I don't know how much damage he did to his shoulders, but it's a good thing he's feeling better. Feeling better. That's that's going to be quite the duo. But go Lakers. Go Lakers still. Uh, We're Lakers. (laughs) I'm a a LeBron fan. I I really do like Kawhi. My Um, friends used to give me crap for being a closet LeBron fan. I was like, (laughs) it's not really a closet. It's not a closet thing. I mean, I've always liked LeBron, but he's going. Like when he played for the Heat and he got his title, his first title, it was like he was on a mission. 
now it's like he's so relaxed that he's playing the best basketball I've ever uh, seen. Yeah, the rest, yeah, they've impressed me. The Lakers all together. The team chemistry around, is yeah, great. It's huge so team far. chemistry, so it's impressive. Sort of the same with the Celtics who are leading the East, really built on team chemistry. Kimba saying that he uh, is happier here than he, he was with the Hornets, really. I think it's just the fact of the way of their play. I mean, yeah, he gets to pass it he to a number two overall yeah, pick, yeah. Jason Tatum. Exactly. He Brown. doesn't feel as much pressure, probably doesn't feel like he's having to bear all the load. Oh, no, man, I'm salty still. Uh, <laughs> go Hornets. Go Hornets. They're in there. Maybe we'll have a matchup yeah. in the playoffs. Oh, Long ways away. Uh, we're getting closer to some playoffs for the NFL RA over the halfway mark. Uh, we'll start with the Thursday night game. The Browns beat the Steelers 21 to seven, but that really really wasn't the story of the game, even though the Browns one seemed to be getting maybe back on track. It was against the Steelers, uh, was not the major story coming out of the game. Obviously this is a little bit old now. We've heard about a lot. But uh, I figured we at least mention it real fast, Zach. Your just initial reactions, sort of your quick. All right. Summary. So we'll start with the repercussions. So Mason Rudolph didn't get anything. No suspension. Both teams got fined 250k. Miles Garrett suspended for at least the regular season in the playoffs, and then um, Mike Pouncey suspended for three, three games. games. And then one game suspension for Ojanubi, I guess, or something like that. And then, so basically, Miles Garrett was on the ground with Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph was trying to rip off Miles yeah, Garrett's helmet. Head and, stuff. and then shoving, shoving. And then here comes the center, Mike Pouncey, pushing Miles Garrett with Mason Rudolph charging up. And then Miles Garrett has Mason Rudolph's helmet at his hand, and he's overhand swings and hits Mason Rudolph in the head. Twitter blew, blew up. up. All every mom that was watching was Thursday Night Football up. said he should never play football again. That's an assault charge. I'm saying this is like the biggest overreaction I've ever seen. Like a couple of years ago, you had Andre Johnson and Cortland Finnegan literally rip each other's helmet off, and Andre Johnson started throwing haymakers on the ground at that Absolutely. guy. Like uh, you forget so quickly. This stuff fight. happens. You- we had Joel and Bead about gouge out. <laughs> I sort of forgot about this and then saw a video on Twitter. The Rob Gronkowski hit on, I do believe it was oh, a Jags player last year or somebody where he just, like, uh, just hit him on the ground for no reason. Mm-hmm. Stuff like this happens all the time. I do think this is – I was talking to my coworker. I sort of explained to her too this way. This is a situation where you have to – where do you draw the line as far as where football becomes an assault situation? Okay, first off, and what I said that is, shit is garbage. when you rip a helmet <laughs> off and use the helmet as a weapon, that is when it gets out of hand for sure. That being said, I do believe this is something that for the Steelers, why are you going for that? What are you doing? What what were you going to succeed at with that play? Why are you putting your quarterback, rookie quarterback in that situation of having to try what, what was the point? Like it all seemed avoidable to me, but yeah, you know, I mean, tempers are flaring. Throw, it makes no sense for there game. to be eight seconds left in the game, and, there and you're be trying a fight, to throw that, especially back, yeah. when the game's in hand. But for me, you're playing a game that we were taught as children. You have guys who do nothing but try to like harness their aggression, full of testosterone out there. Miles Garrett was in flight or fight. He was not 
exactly. like plotting on swinging and hitting masonry no, off that the was head. just a defensive mechanism i like it doesn't matter how nasty a fight gets on the field there's never going to be any legal action if there is that's just somebody you shouldn't have got your ass beat you know you shouldn't have been picking fights or out on the field should you be know? out on the football field maybe i mean if you're on the sideline and miles garrett comes charge you down from behind and beats you with the benches or something like that's a completely different story but like it's literally two seconds removed from a play where you're supposed to go full speed at each other. Yeah. So I'm tired of everybody being super sensitive about this. Miles Garrett's literally going to start week one next year. I don't know. Like, this is stupid to me. Like, it yes, strange. it looked bad, but so does so many other things. There's a lot sports. of bad situations. Watch sure. a hockey game. It's I was going to say, <laughs> hockey players are probably laughing about this whole situation. Yeah, oh, my God. They're like, we would hit each other with our sticks. Yes, they don't no even helmets. wear helmets half the time. <laughs> uh, well, moving on, uh, we'll see Miles Garrett next year. Sorry, bud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sunday, Kinda the Bills. The We're gonna start with the Bills. It does Browns. The season seems to be getting back on track, and now you have no pass rush. That's that's a big time mm-hmm. issue for them for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sunday Bill games. The Bills got a win. We're back on the win track, guys. Seven and three. Seven and three. They are gonna be making a push back into the Piet Power rankings, which I will say we have been a little lack on with Twitter. Haven't been tweeting them. But uh, we'll get back on it this week, I promise. The Vikings scored four touchdowns on four possessions in the fourth quarter to make the comeback against the Broncos. Mm -hmm. The question is, why are you having to come back against the Broncos at home? I didn't even know the Broncos could score enough to get ahead of somebody. I had no idea. It was stunning. Another stunning result from the NFL from Sunday, the the Panthers. Uh, they get blown out at home by the Falcons. This is the second week in a row where the Falcons have got a win. They're finally uh, getting a look pass them. rush on the opposing quarterbacks. For sure. So uh, Atlanta looking better, but I still think the Matty Ice age is coming is to coming an end. Yeah. Uh, well, they may, do you think the Kyle Allen age will come to a short end as he threw four interceptions last this past weekend? I wasn't really sold on Kyle Allen. Initially. Yeah. Like, okay. So. Well. Uh, I think Carolina's going to be looking for their next quarterback. You think they're going to be sending Cam on out too? Uh, that's a mutual departure, unless something drastically changes. Heard a rumor today Philip Rivers moved back home for two years and play for Carolina. He's from NC State, so who knows? We'll see what happens with him. we got a lot of regular season left to get through in first, though. Uh, Rams, they look to be back to their old self a bit, handing the ball off to Todd Gurley. 25 carries. Offense just sort of suddenly flowing along, and defense played well, got the win uh, against the Bears at home. Uh, The Niners, they played the cards for the second time this year. Uh, Kyler Murray has the best QBR against the 49ers of any quarterback in the NFL. Kyler Murray's looked good all year. He's really supporting cast. Uh, Chandler Jones, shout out on the defensive line for the Arizona Cardinals, leads the league in sacks over like the last two seasons. He's dominant. You don't think Chandler Jones immediately when you bring up defensive linemen, who's the best? Like, still J.J. Watt pops up in her head. Guys like that. But keep an ear out. This man's making... Chandler Jones, the brother of John Jones, the UFC fighter. Oh, really? Johnny Bones. Yeah. Johnny Bones. Older brother. And then, uh, so that's a genetically (laughs) freak family right there. Yeah, it's a successful family also. Yeah, very scary (laughs) in groups. But, uh... (laughs) Don't mess with the Jones family. Chandler Jones, shout out on that defense. But with that being said, 
Arizona needs some other. You got to. They might draft a wide receiver. You could see like Ceedee Lamb or hopefully Jerry Judy falls all the way down to him in the draft. Probably not. Because Larry love Larry Fitz, but I mean he's getting old. Yeah, he had a good good week this past week, I will say. Uh, But they still get the ten point loss on the road. Uh, Pats, the Patriots, were playing the Eagles, bit of a re, uh, Super Bowl uh, matchup, old Super Bowl matchup. Brady, uh, they got the win, but Zach, I feel like Tom Brady does not look like the same quarterback. You know, a lot of people were talking about when would we start seeing a potential drop off? Is it going to be a Peyton Manning esque where it's just boom, he's done, and it all of a sudden he hits a wall? Uh, I feel like we are starting to see a s- slight, steady decline. All right, so it was windy first. It was. Second off, call me in February when when Tom Brady just won a Super Bowl. That's fair, too. And we're calling him the GOAT again. I probably shouldn't be doubting him as he is the GOAT. I mean, it is one a couple bad weeks, but he's been on my – he's my fantasy quarterback, and he's been doing fine. Doing fine. They're 9-1. I I don't know. I I just feel like you can sort of see that he's not – he's not playing up to what he was – last year or the year before exactly so uh speaking of old quarterbacks here's a young one lamar jackson looks crazy for the ravens right but they're preparing to play the patriots and their backup quarterback robert griffin the third is always plays like the opposing quarterback in practice so the defense gets a feel and uh he said, I have to, like, fight my instincts so hard and just run slow like Tom Brady. Oh, my <laughs> God. Practice. The so, shots are fired. But the Ravens have had the Patriots number in Foxborough recently. So. And the Ravens looked really good that's against the one them or, last time we saw them. That's on the, the one organization together. that doesn't really care about the hype around playing in Foxborough. Playing, yeah, or something. not at all. And, I mean, the Ravens, they are definitely, I would say, probably the most dominant team in the NFL right now. Um, they get a win over the Texans, forty-one to seven. Yeah, Deshaun Watson had a nine QBR. Deshaun struggled mightily. Uh, I Obviously, won't put JJ it all, Watt's out now. Yeah, I won't put it all on Deshaun, but clearly the offense was not running well. Defense clearly not going well. Uh, and it was initially a little bit of a defensive grind out, but uh, Lamar and the Ravens just eventually took over. Mark Ingram looked really good sort of back to his old form uh with the saints uh with the ravens this week and did you see his post uh the press conference uh, where he introduced lamar that that was quite humorous so that a lot the ravens are actually leading the league in rushing over 200 yards a game the second best team is like 51 yards behind them yeah so they're leading the league in rushing by Far. But and they and they still can pass the ball, still have good threats as far as passing, and they're uh, tight ends, fantastic tight ends. There, uh, mm-hmm. Lamar loves to throw it up the middle of the field. Uh, so speaking of the Ravens, the Ravens, we're gonna preview our power rankings. We'll today? go ahead and hit you with them on here, but we'll tweet them out too. But the Ravens have made a jump from Mad number love. three. Uh, this will be the third different team in the number one spot or the power rankings for us, Zach. Baltimore. Welcome in, boys. Y'all are the top team in the power rankings. I've been to Baltimore, and it is uh, it's something. It's but something. Uh, <laughs> Baltimore, number one. Well done, guys. The Pats, uh, they're going to drop down to number two. Still off the win. There but, ain't nothing know, wrong with number two. Nothing wrong with number two. We're gonna, I, 
just questioning Tom Brady a little bit. Not so a we, lot. So we got the bit. eight and two Ravens who are hot. Number one, we got the nine and one Pats. Number Obviously, two, the nine and one Niners off the win against the Cards. Yeah, close win, late win, but we'll take it. Number three, going into number four, which would be our Seattle Seahawks. Eight. Russell Wilson. Dominant, looking great, uh, MVP to stat candidate potentially right now. Uh, they're eight and two, right, Zach? Mm-hmm. Former MVP. Next, number five, the Packers. Packers. So discount, double discount, checking his double way check. to eight and two. We love it. There's a lot of eight and two teams right now. The top eight is heavy. It's impressive. This yeah. year is very competitive, especially for the NFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, very competitive. Got a lot of good quarterbacks in the top eight. Going to number six, we got. Top tier quarterback, who fantasy dat? god, Drew Brees. Who dat? Who dat? The Saints. And then number seven. Mediocre win against the Broncos, the Vikings. But I still like that. Still like it. I still like it a lot. I mean, don't be disappointed. But, Zach, I bet you like this more. What? Our Buffalo Bills have now played their way to number eight in the power rankings. It's been like five weeks, six I weeks since them. we've seen them in the power rankings. But look who's back. Look who's back. They're the most out. quiet seven and three you ever did see. you never seen it. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's all we got on the NFL. We will tweet out power rankings. Uh, so into college football. Uh, and I figure we'll just sort of run through the top ten teams. And we got a couple other games to discuss real quick. Start at the top. Start at the top. LSU. LSU. Ohio State for the people who uh, don't know the abbreviations. Uh, And then Clemson all rolled. Uh, LSU will did want to mention their run defense suspect gave up 402 yards and five touchdowns. 400 rushing yards? Uh Uh-huh. 212 to the quarterback of Ole Miss. How about them apples? That's crazy. I'm sorry, but if you see Clemson in the playoff, Trevor Lawrence. That's terrifying. So, um, oh my god! Uh, oh my god! Number four, UGA played on the plains at Auburn. <laughs> this game always stresses me as a Georgia fan, but they got the win, twenty-one fourteen. Uh, the score a little closer than it uh, was most of the game for the three first three quarters. Georgia held Auburn scoreless, looked dominant, uh, and then Auburn made a pushback. Um, so top four, no changes. No changes. This one. You first, think the college football playoffs going to change anything? Or just I, I don't think. I don't think they will change it. What I'm interested to see from the committee is the change, potential change with Bama, Oregon, Utah. You know, Utah and Oregon both rolled, uh, and they still look like they have that championship game to make a marquee win for uh, Bama. They were at Mississippi State. They did get a win. It was 35 to seven. But uh, it was in the a big bit story. of a losing effort, honestly, as they lose to Otunga Vailoa for the rest of the season. Uh, fractured, fractured hip. Fractured hip, dislocated hip. He did have successful surgery today. Was in really good spirits. Uh, saw a bunch of stuff on Twitter. He was dancing and stuff after the surgery. Same I'm injury that ended Bo Jackson's it career. Was. But we're talking quarterback versus running back here. We're also so. and there. They also said it was not as extreme as the Bo Jackson. Um, mm-hmm. The fracture probably not as large as Bo Jackson's, uh, but that Bo being Jackson said, is pretty large. It was a, he was a large man. Too, <laughs> uh, that being said, Tua not the only player to go down in that game. Uh, Bama also lost starting defensive tackle Raquan Davis. Uh, he is questionable uh, for next week, even though it is a cupcake game. But you got Auburn the week after. Uh, Henry Ruggs also questionable. One of the top four receivers for him, and then also another defensive tackle DJ Dale go out. And then number eight, Minnesota. 
the Golden Gophers, the Cinderella story, the dream has ended as far as the undefeated season. They lose it on the road to Iowa. Um, a lot of teams seem to go struggle when they go into Kinnick late season and try to win that game. Always seems to be a grinder, and Iowa finds a way to win it. Uh, but that being said, guys, Minnesota is still alive in the playoff picture. If you get the win against Wisconsin in the season, then you play in the Big 12 10 championship win. That's a huge two wins, so definitely have a chance with that to still get into playoffs. Uh, and then staying in the Big 10, Penn State won, beat Indiana. A sort of closer game than you would have expected from them, uh, but they keep the big game for next week alive. Ohio State hosting Penn State. Game day is going to be there. Uh, yeah, it's going to be really good game, Zach. So what you thinking in this game? The Big Ten's got going to unfold right in front of us. Do you and think so? Yeah, well, we got to find out. All these teams still get to play each other, at least the three you mentioned. It's hard to bet against Ohio State right now. It's tough. They are Especially with Penn State here. having the loss. I want to see Ohio State versus an LSU or versus a Clemson. Man, they're getting scarier by the week, though. They have, they're yeah. a really good team. Um, and Chase Young will be back this game. Uh, we were talking about last week. They did end up just suspending him for the Rutgers, get Rutgers and Maryland game, so he will be back. Uh, probably big game changer there, honestly. Uh, few group of five teams still alive for the Cotton Bowl uh bid here still got smu cincinnati app state boise state and memphis all nine and one um so you know we should try to piss off the boise state people i would i thought it was a lot of fun yeah uh very hostile hostile group but honestly shout out boise state Mm -hmm. uh i'm interested to see man if they all finish like 11 and 1. What do you do? Who are you taking? Memphis. Memphis? I like Memphis. Ah, I like Memphis. They're the most physical of the teams, in my opinion. I like Memphis. Uh, I feel like Cincinnati is another really physical team. But that being said. Oh, really? Do you think so, Dan? I think so. (laughs) But Cincinnati may be on a bit of an upset alert. Uh, We'll go ahead and hit y'all with the two locks of the week for me and Zach. Uh, I will be taking Temple over Cincinnati. They are going on the road. 7 and 3 Temple. I think they'll pull it out. All right, I'm going to choose between a couple of SEC juggernauts, Tennessee <laughs> versus Mizzou. Five and five. Both five and five. Looking for the bowl. The, the... Tennessee's won four straight, so that's crazy. And then you got Mizzou coming off two losses. I'm picking Kelly Bryant and the Mizzou Tigers. That is a... To send Rocky Top packing. Holy crap, man! That's a that's a that's a bold pick, especially yeah. coming off the loss. Uh, they got they had a, a loss at home. Didn't to, look good, uh, but we'll t- but we're taking Mizzou to bounce back. All right, guys. So there's the locks of the week. Me and Zach both are losing records currently. I'm two and three. Zach's one and four. Don't Not dwell on the negative. Year. Not dwelling. Just look at the W column. We're, we're gonna get w. rid of the L's. L's are never just looked at any longer. I don't know why you track that sort of thing. Um. Guys, the only other big game from the week, I thought, uh, well, and I will mention, uh, Notre Dame rolled Navy. That was my lock of the week from last week. A&M rolled South Carolina. Yeah, so I'm officially putting Muschamp on the pack your bags alert. Oh, boy, really? I'm not going to tell you what that means. I'm just going to let you assume. We're just <laughs> assuming that that means. I mean, they're 3-7. and seven. They're tough. That's such a tough thing, man. That's garbage. Just, yeah. If you were 5-5, five and five, nobody would be saying Do you think they're going to beat Clemson? think they upset Clemson? I think they're going to lose by 50. Oh, God, man. I do, too. No good. 
think they're uh, going to lose by 50. Not <laughs> good. Um, Oklahoma, I do want to mention this real fact. They went into Baylor. Uh, Baylor had the chance to stay alive in the undefeated, stay alive in the college football playoff. It but looked like they were going to win. Now it did. They were up 31-3 to going into the fourth quarter. And, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts staying as straight-faced as always. I swear to God, the man is always just looking at a I'm glad he cut the dress. Dry he looks more normal now. He looks like a normal person, but he always looks like he's watching paint dry with his expression. Hey, just blank face. While throwing for three touchdowns, three touchdowns and running for running two. For two. He, he looked great. Um, Oklahoma, I would say at this point, is the only team out of the Big 12 that has a slim chance of making college football playoff. But that being said, the Big 12 just all around looks terrible. Oklahoma State is the third best team, and they do their, like, I'm pretty sure they're six. I think it's getting closer and closer to two SEC teams. It does seem. At this point, I do believe if Georgia could, if it's going to be Georgia, LSU, and the SEC championship, I think that, and Georgia beats LSU, I think you're looking at a potential of two SEC teams. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that is about all in college football. Guys, we'll check back in. do want to mention Georgia's hosting A&M this week. Uh, that's a big game for the SEC. Georgia's potential playoff hopes got to stay alive there. Uh, Clemson on the bye before going to host, uh, going into uh, Willie B Stadium for that. I don't like game. the fact that it's in South Carolina. That's a st- I always hate going on the road. Playing on the road is terrifying in college football. And they're loud at williams Bryce. It's a big stadium. Nice. St- I like the stadium a lot, personally. Mm-hmm. Don't ever tell Paul I said that. No. Paul, don't listen to this pod. Daniel didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say it. How's that? We're going to edit that out. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, guys, before we get out of here, we do want to hit y'all with a quick little uh, – we're going to take a, our hand at a draft, a mock draft here. We're going to call it our almost last week of the college football season current NFL mock draft thing. Yeah, so just write that down. <laughs> All right. Did you get it? Okay, I don't remember what it was. So y'all gotta I don't even down. think I can repeat it, but – we know who the worst eight teams are in the NFL right now, and we're going to give you the players in college football right now that we think those teams should draft. That would be best suited for them. So, what better team to start with than the worst team in the NFL? The Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> Do you want to mention a lot of teams are probably sad they're not there other than the Cincinnati Bengals. There's a lot of teams that want that spot a lot. Yes, if you're, I guess if you're looking at... A Miami at, fan. Yeah, well, Miami, they're not far behind, so <laughs> don't far. worry. So we'll just, uh, I'll give you a quick rundown of the top four, and then we'll move into the next four. We're only doing the top eight teams. So we got Cincinnati number one, the Redskins number two, the New York Giants picking third, and number four, like we mentioned the Miami Dolphins. So all of these teams have proven to be awful. <laughs> Genuinely Which terrible. has earned them a spot so highly in this draft. So we'll start at the top. Me and Dan co- collaborated on this list. We looked at rankings currently for each team in the NFL. We're looking at based on need, based on performance from these players in college. So we have the Cincinnati Bengals on the clock. And the pick is in. Wow, they did that quickly. Very quick. Dan, who is Cincinnati taking? Cincinnati, with the number one pick, will be taking Joe Burrow of LSU, quarterback. All right. So, assuming LSU keeps up the current rate they are, goes undefeated, wins the title. No way Joe Burrow is not the first pick. He's dominant. I mean, he's already set LSU records. He could – he – that man is throwing – 
and like the interception to uh, touchdown ratio is insane. Uh, and he, the distribution of the ball to receivers, he's just, and it's crazy because last year he was a running quarterback that could not throw the ball. He's got a little swagger to him. So Joe Burrow, number one, Andy Dalton has worked with a, uh, pack your bags alert (laughs) has worked with an NFL, uh, coordinator as far as Joe Brady Mm -hmm. from the saints. so. So Joe Burrow, number one, Cincinnati Bengals, number two, Washington Redskins on the clock. Oh, pick is in. Quick. Number two, I have the pick here in this envelope. What you got, Zach? What's the first name? I forgot. Chase. Chase Young. I was being I was thinking um, about I was thinking ahead to the offensive linemen. So Chase Young, Ohio State, to the Redskins. Defensive end. Yes. He just got suspended, but he's coming back for Penn State game. Arguably the best player in the draft. I think so. But Cincinnati's picking picking off need and they're taking Joe Burrow before anyone else does. So we got Chase Young going to the Redskins, who had the ninth worst defensive line in the league so far so they need help help. out a little bit they already have their quarterback and Dwayne Haskins maybe (laughs) if they put him on the field yeah we'll see what happens with that but number two Chase Young uh that goes into number three the Giants are on the board and bam already got my pick in here wow wow quick record time uh, and with the third pick, I think the Giants will be taking Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle from Georgia. The dogs. Go dogs. Um, this is definitely a need base, but also you just picked up Daniel Jones. Danny He's Dimes. Danny Dimes. He's been struggling, so you definitely want to shore up that offensive line. Help Saquon and, out uh, too, you know. They've given up 20 sacks in the in the the in in the season this year already. Um, and that's that's I'm pretty sure that's top ten in the uh, top ten worst in the NFL. So well, they're picking uh, third, so it can't be very high. Not uh, high. Uh, Andrew Thomas, six five, three twenty. This man's pretty big, so I definitely think he could. Yeah, he's still uh, growing too. Still growing. Can change <laughs> uh, change that lineup for him a little bit. That goes into number four. Zach, Miami Heat are on the board. Miami Heat, the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Thank you. Miami Dolphins. So there's no secret. At one point, they were tanking for Tua. But they didn't tank hard enough because they got a good coach and they got some pretty good players there. Not many good players, but they got some good players. But with that being said, the Josh Rosen experiment didn't work. Fitzmagic is running out, and they're drafting Oregon's Justin Herbert to save the franchise. You need a quarterback to play now, and I think they would go Tua, but with this current recent injury, maybe he's not Maybe Tua slides back a little bit. Exactly, guys. Uh, so there's your top four. Is your top four. Now we're going to look at four through eight. So picking fifth, we have the New York Jets. Sixth, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Seventh, this is crazy, Denver Broncos. And number saying. eight, the Atlanta team who's won two straight, but they're still terrible, so they're picking eighth. So we should gave you the top four. Picks five through eight coming now. Jets are on the clock. The pick is in. Pick is in. <laughs> All right, guys. With the number five pick, we're th- we're feeling the Jets. They got uh, you got Sam Darnold. You're looking to got Le'Veon. Got Le'Veon. You're looking to find some maybe a little offensive talent, a little wide receiver action to go with uh, the new quarterback. So I'm thinking they're going to go number one receiver in the draft, Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy's a can't miss out receiver, of Alabama. So. Man's ridiculous. The speed and the ability to make make plays after the catch for sure, crazy. So uh, I think that's a perfect fit, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that goes straight into Tampa Bay. They are the sixth on board. And I do believe their pick is in, Zach? Yes. 
But you're going to announce it. I will announce it. Yeah, you're the, you're the Tampa Bay homer. The Tampa Bay. <laughs> the, I think they need some secondary help. Uh, they are definitely bottom to the tier as far as secondary and uh, interceptions. They, they do not. They have like six on the season. Not ideal. So I do believe they'll be going to look for a safety and Grant Delpit from LSU. That is the second LSU player taken in the top eight. Yes, but this is a very good LSU team. Strong LSU team. Delpit senior, uh, so safety. I think he's a hard hitter, but also can cover on just about anybody you need him to. Big guy, long guy, so definitely top tier, uh, top eight mid pit material for sure there. Next up in our last week of the college football mock draft is the seventh pick, Denver Broncos. Another team that might need a quarterback because the Joe Flacco experiment went about as you'd expect. <laughs> but we and Daniel have agreed they're going to go a different direction and help the defensive line with an aging Von Miller and pick up Auburn defensive tackle Derek Brown. You got a guy right there in the trench. Ready to go. Wreak havoc. Say. I mean, instant impact on the yeah. center. So you got defensive line help coming to Denver. Denver's a team that may be trading for a quarterback, maybe Cam Newton. There has been reports as far as uh, there's likings uh, to him, to them looking to Eason from Washington, possible second-round pick-ish maybe. Uh, I just don't see Eason being a top-tier <coughs> top for a first-round pick for sure. Mm. Uh, that being said, we will move to the last pick in our mock draft, which was the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the Dirty Birds. Dirty Birds. And they will not be looking to go too far away from home. Um, not right in the backyard, uh, but they will be, we do believe they will go with a Tua Tungavaloa. Yeah, he's going to slide a little bit. Maybe not to the end of the first round, but maybe just out of the like very top, top of the draft. So the Dirty Birds, maybe keeping Matty Ice around, but to... also drafting Tua, letting him heal, get better. And then starting to a, so. that's I think that's a perfect situation, especially when he can sit behind uh, Matty Ice to pick up a few tips and whatnot, and the, the, that recovery time. And then once he's ready to come in, Matty Ice heads out. So I think that is uh, I think that's I feel like we did pretty good with those, Zach. I really do. Yeah. Well, we have it documented, so we can just check back when we're at the NFL draft watching. And we're it absolutely live. wrong. No, absolutely wrong. <laughs> it always works like that. We so. spend so much time putting this together. The research. Yeah. We're better than Todd McShay. We're yeah. better than Mel Kiper. We have better hairlines. I don't. Was, I got way better hairline. And <laughs> I don't need no big board. It's on a piece of paper. All right. Yeah, it's I not mean, that hard. I have work. good vision. It's not hard work. It's normal sized. <laughs> With that being said, guys, thanks for listening. Episode 18. We're almost to 20. 2-0. Peyton Manning episode. We're making it out here, man. We'll see you. Next week, number 19, on a Very Moody Sports Show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Follow us on Twitter at Moody underscore sports, M-O-O-D-Y underscore sports, and follow us on Spotify at the Very Moody Sports Show.